Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on today. I mean, a lot to get to. Carrie, today for the people, I interviewed Kimberly Guilfoyle. We'll have her on in hour number three today. Mm-hmm. We have uh, General Michael Flynn, hour number two today. That'll be a two-parter. We'll bring part two tomorrow. And I interviewed Cash Patel, who we will bring tomorrow as well. Uh, we're not, listen, Carrie, we're not playing around here. You are not. You're doing it for the people. We're doing it for the people. Listen, I wake up in the morning. I know, and you go to bed thinking, at night. Thinking, thinking about, about the people. <laughs> the American people. Awesome. It's, it's what we're doing. So big show coming today, but we're going to start things out with that report out in Afghanistan. And I have to do that, and, and Carrie's got a story on this for you, um, because what John Kirby had to say today seems to be disconnected completely from reality on a Thursday. I'm feeling all right. Uh-huh. Say what? Seems How are you, by the way? Good? I'm great. You are great, I agree. Polo making it happen? Every night I Sam, also great. We're all great. Great. Imprisoned by the way It could have been Left here on my own, so it's Huey Lewis, the Joe Cocker arrangement of the Dave, Pla- Dave Mason classic from, I believe it was with his group, wasn't it Traffic, something like that. Let's do it, come on. Took the key, feeling all right, uh-huh. I'm not feeling too good myself, no. Come on, Gary. No, thank you. No? No. Yes, You know, and that wasn't bad, but on my worst day singing that song, it's better than the third hour song on, on Wednesday. No, oh, no way. Yeah. That's yep. the best song of the whole week. Are you kidding me? Richie Sambora uh, sent me an email, I'm, and he said, listen, if you could <laughs> stop playing that song in hour three, <laughs> please. Okay. So, I was going to uh, say, yeah. second best is third hour of Thursday. Listen, you know last why. week you forgot I had to remind you about Mel. That's how much I Mel know, means to you. I know, and... You know, I, I reached out to Mel. It's fine. We're good. You guys are good? We're good, yeah. Still tight? Still buds? Still tight, yeah. All right. I got you. I hear you. Um, so, I'm not, listen, I'm going to make the segue here. Um, I'm not feeling all right about the release of this report about Afghanistan. And I got to tell you something. I, I thought Afghanistan was last summer. Um, and I didn't understand why there was so much Afghanistan news happening today. It turns out they did a report internally and the report came out, and they could have done this, that, and the other better. But John Kirby walks out, who's like the mouthpiece for the DOD or something, and he's just making stuff up. And I don't, I don't understand. I mean, Joe Biden's still proud somehow. I mean, really? Maybe I missed a, a cue here. But Joe Biden's proud of how they pulled out of Afghanistan. And um, they basically tried to allege that it was Trump's fault. What happened in Afghanistan? So, Carrie, give me the wrap on that. I've got a bunch of sound from from uh, from John Kirby. Now, don't fret. We're going to have plenty on the Trump indictment. Going to have again Kimberly Guilfoyle, who will be his daughter-in-law soon. Um, who you, of course, know from Fox News. Plus, we've got 
General Flynn on. We talk about, you know, America first. We talk about exceptionalism. We talk about exactly what's happening to this country. And it's such a good interview. They're going to carry it over to tomorrow. We're going to do two parts on that one. We'll get to that coming up. Don't worry. We're not forgetting about that. But I want to start with this Afghanistan report. What do you have? From Fox News, the White House on Thursday released its review of President Biden's fumbled withdrawal from Afghanistan in 2021, dropping the long-awaited report days before the Easter holiday while former President Donald Trump's indictment dominates headlines. In a 12-page outline, Biden officials defend the president's decision to withdraw, calling his decision to end the two decades-long war the right thing for the country. Now, the report does not appear to acknowledge any mistakes made by Biden. However, the document repeatedly criticizes the Trump administration for constraining the conditions of American evacuation, during which 13 American soldiers died in a suicide bombing while protecting the Kabul airport. The review does acknowledge the evacuation of Americans and allies from Afghanistan should have started sooner, but blames the delays on the Afghan government and military and on U.S. military and intelligence community assessments. President Biden's choices for how to execute a withdrawal from Afghanistan were severely constrained by conditions created by his predecessor, the document states. The White House accuses Trump of emboldening the Taliban by engaging in peace talks without consulting U.S. allies and partners in the region. The document emphasizes that at the same time, Trump was decreasing the U.S. military presence in Afghanistan with a series of drawdowns throughout 2020. Okay, I'm going to give you John Kirby. Kirby is another one of these just absolute fools. He's just like clown world. He comes out and just starts saying things. First, he's blaming President Trump. And then, you know, basically they're saying that Joe Biden wasn't really up to the job, but that he was. And does Biden um, regret anything? And the answers just make you sick. Now, again, keep in mind, Cash Patel is the former chief of staff for the Department of Defense. We'll have him tomorrow. And we will talk tomorrow about what he had to say. But it's mind-boggling to see this report come out. And they're still trying to spin it like they did it right. So I'm going to give you the audio and the video. If you're watching... You go to JoePags.com, click on Watch Now. You can see this doofus as well as he tries to flip-flop around and act like everything was great. In fact, at one point, he acts like he didn't see the... Carrie, if nothing else, if I if I said it was chaos when we pulled out of Afghanistan, mm-hmm. that would be a true statement, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, we had people was. who were holding onto the side of airplanes who plunged to their deaths, just desperate to get out of mm-hmm. Afghanistan. 13 American soldiers or military members dead because of uh, people blowing things up. It was an absolute botch job. We left billions of dollars worth of stuff. And John Kirby alleges he didn't see the chaos that people are talking about. So that just journalistically, that'd be wow. incorrect. Uh, yes. <laughs> from his from his perch, he said, he didn't see it. So he, here, I'm just going to really? give you a series of sound bites and some video for you if you're watching of John Kirby. Get planes coming in and getting them loaded have medical screening, have security vetting, have diplomatic presence on the ground to make sure that we're putting the right people on planes, uh, but also defend that airport from external threats. Um, That's pretty remarkable. And so for all this talk of chaos, I just didn't see it. Not from my perch. But Kerry, he didn't see it from his perch. He did not see the chaos. Okay. I I mean, all you do is turn on a TV. It was everywhere. The American military, he he said we had to get the right people out there on planes, which they didn't because a lot of people who helped us, a lot of people who gave up their their families and their lives for for the United States died that day. Um, They had to secure the airport from external threats. Wasn't it just outside the airport where the 13 military members were killed? Yes. I'm not sure how we secured the airport. I want to give that to you again. This is what this mouthpiece for the DOD, this mouthpiece for, um, for Biden 
had to say when he was questioned about the obvious chaos that was happening that day. Get planes coming in and getting them loaded, have medical screening, have security vetting, have diplomatic presence on the ground to make sure that we're putting the right people on planes, uh, but also defend that airport from external threats. Um, that's pretty remarkable. And so for all this talk of chaos, I just didn't see it. Not from my perch. I mean, where is his perch? Was he on crack? Was he not looking at a TV screen? I'm not really sure what he's talking about. But again, listen, I understand that the administration that did this botched job in Afghanistan has to pretend that they did a really good job. I get that. They're going to spin it as hard as they can. As hard as they can. To make it look like it wasn't as bad as it was. But you have to admit that it was pretty damn bad. And he won't even go there. I mean, anybody who watched the television that day, who saw the news reports later, who looked at you know, online videos later, knows how bad it was that day. And this guy wants us to think that it was just simply fine. Here's another one. In reading this, you seem to be conceding that evacuation should have happened sooner and faster, saying we now prioritize earlier evacuations, noting that today you would message evacuations more aggressively. I understand you've made clear the president does not have any regrets about his decision to withdraw. But in hindsight, in reading this, does the president have any regrets about how this withdrawal was carried out? The president's very proud of the manner in which uh, the men and women of the military, the foreign service, the intelligence community, I went on and on and on, uh, conducted this conducted this uh, withdrawal. But, uh, look, I've been around operations my entire life, and there's not a single one uh, that, uh, that ever goes perfectly according to plan. Uh, uh, things happen. Sometimes enemies get a vote, um, and, uh, and you always want to learn from that. The president's very proud. Carrie, you heard him say, he said, just said the president's very proud of yes. how they, they did this. Yeah. Very proud. I mean, there is there is no humility at all in this administration. How can you possibly say how proud the guy is? I mean, wow. And I've been around operations my entire career, and he's got this wry smile on his face. Are you nuts? And again, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but this, this report just came out. And it's not lost on me that it came out right before Easter, right before the, the Holy Weekend for many faiths. Um, it's not lost on me that they're trying to bury this. But I just want to give you that again and make sure that he wasn't stuttering. He literally says the president's very proud of how it went. In reading this, you seem to be conceding that evacuation should have happened sooner and faster, saying we now prioritize earlier evacuations, noting that today you would message evacuations more aggressively. I understand you've made clear the president does not have any regrets about his decision to withdraw. But in hindsight, in reading this, does the president have any regrets about how this withdrawal was carried out? The president's very proud of the manner in which uh, the men and women of the military, the foreign service, the intelligence community, I went on and on and on, uh, conducted this conducted this uh, withdrawal. But, uh, look, I've been around operations my entire life, and there's not a single one uh, that, uh, that ever goes perfectly according to plan. Uh, uh, things happen. Sometimes enemies get a vote, um, and, uh, and you always want to learn from that. Uh, Sometimes enemies get a vote. I, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. I mean, this guy is a useful idiot. And look it up if you don't know what that means. I'm not just calling him a name. Look it up. And you'll see exactly what useful idiot means. I mean, he can't mean what he's saying. If he does, he's completely incompetent and inept. Um, but again, this is spin, and I get it. You've got to spin it. Your boss did a great job, blah, blah. 
Just don't flat out lie. We're not stupid. Who's going to get fired over this? Peter, the purpose of the document that we're putting out today uh, is to sort of collate the chief reviews and findings of the agencies that did after-action reviews. Um, uh, the, it, it's not the, the purpose of it is not accountability. I mean, he appears to say the purpose of it is not accountability. Carrie, why would you do this report if it's not to find out who's accountable and, and fix it? Mm, not sure. What's the point of it? I don't know. It's not to figure out accountability. You got to like, that was Peter Deuce who asked that question from Fox. Who's going to get fired? I think it's a valid question. 13 Americans died. Uncounted Afghans died. People, hundreds if not thousands, were killed and tortured and raped after we left by the Taliban. Who's going to be accountable? Eh, I didn't really do this for accountability. Who's going to get fired over this? Peter, the purpose of the document that we're putting out today uh, is to sort of collate the chief reviews and findings of the agencies that did after-action reviews. Um, uh, the, it, it's not, the, the purpose of it is not accountability. Yeah, it's not the purpose. So listen, I've got a few more sound bites from this, this horrible guy, and I'll have them for you when we come back, and I want your thoughts. We all watched it. I don't care if you're left, right, or middle. Doesn't matter. We all watched it. We know, all know how it was botched. We all know that up until Biden pulled us out of Afghanistan, there hadn't been one drop of American blood spilled for, I think, 18 months in Afghanistan because of the arrangement and the deal that Donald Trump made with the Taliban and with the Afghan people. And the pullout was never supposed to be like this. To blame it on Trump or to say we didn't do this for accountability is literally crazy. So your thoughts, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Right, glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Glad to have you here. Keep in mind, we're going to have Kimberly Guilfoyle on this program. Also, uh, General Michael Flynn. Going to be a great show. Make sure you stick around for that. And uh, tomorrow it'll be Cash Patel and um, also Rudy Giuliani. Cash Patel, great insight into this indictment, but also great insight into what happened on January 6th. Uh, whether Jim Jordan can now pull people in like Ray Epps to talk about that, and so on. So do not miss any program this week. We brought it like it's been brought in. Carrie, I'm just going to say, we've got some of the biggest names out of any show you can choose to listen to or watch. We've mm-hmm. had some of the biggest names this week have, yes. um, with this Trump indictment. And I think we've done Great a pretty job. solid job. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, you too. Great job on your end too. Thanks, Joe. You and the people in the newsroom really bringing it. Now, strictly I speaking, during my show, how many people you. are in the newsroom? Zero. What? 
Zero. I'm oh, well, it. It's you. I'm it. It's you. You're the news maven. <laughs> That's why we me. keep you around. What are you kidding me? <laughs> so there you go. Um, yeah, we brought it like it's been brought and make sure you stick around. It'll be General Flynn in uh, just over an hour as we do the show live and uh, it'll be Kimberly Guilfoyle in a couple of hours. Make sure you stick around. A couple of great interviews. Um, want to make sure that you're sleeping right and if you're not sleeping well at night and, and I wasn't for a long time, um, get some cozy earth stuff. There's good reason for that. It really does keep you cool. It really does regulate the temperature. It's soft and smooth. It's unbelievable how it feels. We've had it now for a, for a couple of weeks. I really, I'm sleeping better. I just am. One out of three Americans report being sleep deprived and your sheets could be the problem. The wrong sheets can uh, trap body heat, leaving you boiling one minute, maybe freezing the next. There is a solution in cozy earth sheets and sleeping just great. It's like sleeping on a cloud made from viscose. It's from bamboo. Cozy Earth are the softest, most luxurious, and best temperature-regulating sheets on the planet. If you don't believe me, Cozy Earth is the brand that has made Oprah's favorite things five years in a row. No matter how you feel about about, uh, Oprah or the show, it doesn't matter. That's a very important list when it comes to picking things that people are really, really getting a great benefit from. Cozy Earth also offers a 100-night sleep trial. Sleep on it, wash it, try it out. If you're not completely in love, just send it back for a full refund, whether it's their love Luxury sheets, loungewear, pajamas, or premium waffle bath towels. You'll love shopping at Cozy Earth. CozyEarth.com. Enter my promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Save up to 35%. That's CozyEarth.com. Promo code P-A-G-S. Promo code PAGS. CozyEarth.com. Go there and go there today. Go to the phone lines quickly. Roland, what do you think about what you're hearing so far from John Kirby about leaving Afghanistan? Hey, Joe, appreciate it. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I spent almost 30 years in the military. We do after-action reports all the time. But if there is injury, death, or something like that, there's a consequence to somebody. We don't just do the report for the hell of it. The other thing, here's the difference between a strong leader and a weak leader. Trump comes in office and cancels out international uh, deals they made, such as NAFTA and Iran nuclear deals. Yeah. Biden comes to office and... Ink's not even dry, and he's signing 100-something executive orders. And then are you going to send a report that this failed because of Trump's policy? Yeah. No control over it? Every good leader would bring people back to the table to readdress any issues or agreements. So this is totally clown. These guys are totally incompetent. They couldn't win a laundromat to save their lives. Roland, I appreciate your call. I appreciate your service. Thank you. Appreciate you bringing that. You're absolutely right. Biden could have left things exactly as they were with Trump and the plan, and it would have gone that much smoother. Let me try to give you another soundbite with John Kirby before we hit a break here. Depiction of the commander-in-chief that you present, or this commander-in-chief, is of a figure almost helpless and, and shaped and buffeted by individuals and forces uh, and entities that are beyond his control when he had every option to increase the troop size there during his eight months in office. He had every option to uh, intensify attacks on the 5,000 Taliban fighters, and so on. So uh, I I just don't understand why you're willing to depict uh, your boss. The commander-in-chief is so helpless in this instance. The president was anything but helpless. I mean, James Rosen from Newsmax brings it there. That was a great question, because they're acting as if Biden could not do anything because of something Trump did. So Rosen says, okay, so President Biden, your boss is helpless. To which Kirby doesn't know what to say. Because you can't have it both ways. Either Biden was the commander-in-chief, and he could decide to do anything he wanted to do, which of course he could have, or he wasn't the commander-in-chief, and Trump, although out of office, was the commander-in-chief, and Biden had to listen to what he said. So make up your mind. Either you could have controlled it and done it better, or you have no control whatsoever, and Donald Trump from Mar-a-Lago 
is still somehow the commander-in-chief. 888-941-PAGS, your thoughts about this disgusting response from the White House and from the Department of, uh, of Defense after a report comes out about how we left Afghanistan and why it was so bad. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show.